All right, Brain. You don't like me, and I don't like you. But let's just do this, and I can get back to killing you with beer. You are now tuned into the Better Fantasy Bureau podcast. podcast. This place is an untapped resource. With your host, Flex and Bliss. You must think I'm pretty stupid. I'm dangerous. I'm very, very dangerous. And Charlie Chase. You're very good, you. You're goddamn right he is. For the everyday fantasy sports player. You just blew my mind. Now, I am going to teach some kids a lesson. They're a bunch of f***ing amateurs. And now, on with the show, Party People. Party people. Good morning, party people! Once again, back is the incredible. I am your man, Fifty Grand Flex Hitless. Here with my man, Hundred Years, Charlie Chase, baby. Jesus. <laughs> no, good morning, no, Flex. No. How are you? Not that good anymore. Not that good. I wonder why. I just lost my hearing. <laughs> What's going on, man? How was your week, too, Flex? It was good. Why? It was good. Yeah, no, you we enjoyed had a- football. Well, first of all, I just wanted to, to, to make it quick. Just to let you know, once again, party people, um, we DJ'd Roy's Palooza uh, this weekend. Yeah, and that, that, was, was, that was a sh- lot of fun. Shout out to my boy, Roy. Thank you very much for having us over there and uh, help promote us. He was over there rocking his BFB shirt. A lot of people that came by, if you came out for Royal Palooza, congratulations. Shout out to you, because it was a great event. Shout out to Island Spice Grill. Oh, yes. That, that jerk chicken. Amazing. Great. I, see, I like the jerk chicken a lot. And as people know, I have no tolerance for spice? spice? None. Yeah. It wasn't am, too spicy, though. It was just, just a hint of spice. See, for me, it is. It's a lot. Yeah. I oh, am, so you have a very low tolerance. I am then. such a punk. I yeah. am such a big... I could break my ankle. I'll be fine. I'll break ribs. I'll be okay. I could deal mm. with... I eat spicy food. I turn it to... It's, it's like... You know they make fun of men when they catch a common cold? Yeah. That they complain, 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 mm-hmm. but everything else is fine? That's like me. Like, I complain. You want spicy food? I, I can't handle it. I yeah. can't handle it. But it was great. Shout out to Island Spice Grill. Shout out to everybody that came out to Royal Palooza. And uh, no, I mean, I had a pretty good week fantasy wise. Like, last week, I've only won one game. Mm-hmm. And this week, I've only lost one. So, it's yeah, okay. I was th- uh, three and one this week. So, it was a good week overall. Yeah. And uh, a good week of football. This was actually one of the mm-hmm. most fun weeks of uh, football in a while. But what is going on in the NFL, Flex? With what? What is, I mean, you know, Patty Mahomes is throwing touchdowns like he's his hair is on fire. We had a tie two weeks in a row. Yeah, that's that was really crazy. Blake Bortles outduels TB12. Yeah, and then Sunday night. And then Sunday night. Go ahead. Let's get to Sunday night. Let's get let's get into Sunday night. As as uh, well, um, just so you know, for our audience and our fans, uh, this is going to be a shorter show because we have other things to do throughout the day. So we have a different kind of schedule for the day today. So then we have to kind of condense this show. A little faster than we usually do, mm-hmm. but the show must go on. We still want to make sure that we get the content out there for our fans. And Charlie, as the Cowboys fan, congratulations on Thank your Cowboys you very win. much. Sunday night, well deserved. You guys won. You guys, the Cowboys Giants, won. Cowboys, NFC East showdown. Yes, go ahead, Charlie. You won. You Third about play it. from scrimmage. What happens? Uh, touchdown to Tavon Austin. So who would catch the touchdown from Dak Prescott? That's right, Bureau, you guessed it. Tavon Austin. I like how you had to put the computer Wait. up to the microphone because you're not the guy that has the aux plugged yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm the guy that has the aux plugged in, not you. But right. I, I love the initiative, though. That yeah, did yeah, very you, well. You, yeah. you know, we, uh, we got to work that out. But how funny is it that of all people, Tavon Austin catches the touchdown? The same Tavon Austin that I got ridiculed for 
a month ago, the same Tavon Austin that I almost got laughed out of the studio for, mm-hmm. catches a 64-yard touchdown. Smokes I... Janoris Jenkins at the line. He did. Yeah. <laughs> it's ironic. Yeah. It's, uh... No, no, it was ironic, but well-deserved. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, all in all, a great performance by the Cowboys. Defense looked great. Um, Six sacks. Six sacks, man. Yeah, man. Put a lot of pressure on us. We could be we... as a Giant fan. How do you how do you feel, man? Are you worried? No, I wouldn't say so much worried. Not happy, especially at certain time, like coaches' decisions. Like I know, like even towards the end of the half, we had like a minute and a half with yeah. all our timeouts. Mm-hmm. It didn't use them till we got under a minute. Like there's no reason. For... And then like in the beginning of the game, like I get it, it's a lot to go, but we have Saquon fourth and inches yeah. and. We didn't go with it, but yet twice we went on fourth and one. We did 11 plays to only move, like, 20 yards. Yeah, I, I mean... But I'm saying, but twice we went fourth and one, mm-hmm. and but, but we didn't go on fourth and inches when we were already, like, in the Dallas Cowboys territory. Right, 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 right. Yeah, that so would have been, that been time, the time to go for it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, not so much... Yeah, but mm-hmm. yeah, that definitely more than... But is there some coaching decisions that I, didn't, that, yeah. that I wasn't happy about? Like I said, you know, we had more than a minute and a half left that we didn't use any timeouts, and... Yeah. As a Cowboy fan, I mean, look, uh, the offense looked better. It still doesn't look great, but Scott Linehan did get a little bit more creative with his play calling, got Tavon involved, which is important. Mm-hmm. Um, Zeke's still not getting the ball enough, I think. He only carried 17 times for about 78 yards. Got a touchdown, though. So, got a touchdown. You know, he's averaging 4.6 yards a carry, so he's he's looking good when he gets the ball. But the defense, the defense has been the story for the Cowboys so far. Um, I mean, the defense has been playing lights out. Let's hope this continues. I mean, look, they they like I said, six sacks. I mean, you know, if you played them this week in like a daily, I doubt anybody really much people played them in season long. Maybe mm-hmm. somebody, I'm sure somebody did out there, but uh, I mean, yeah, you know, they, like I said, they've been doing good. Yeah, and, but moving forward, they they may they may not be a bad uh, streaming option. Right, for your right, defense. right, right. They yeah, may, even a pickup. I mean, maybe I wouldn't mind picking them for up. next week against the Seahawks. Yeah, they wouldn't be Seahawks. Um, you know, speaking about the Seahawks, they didn't look good last night either. Mm, nope, nope. Yeah. But that was kind of uh, you know, to be that was also expected. Yeah, to be coming out, but uh, that, that Bears defense looks solid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Already ten sacks Mack, the first man. two games. That, that dude's a one man wrecking crew. Ten sacks, yeah, but that's why they gave they gave they yeah. gave up a lot to get him. Yeah, it's, King's ransom to get him, man. But I well, mean, I well still, worth it. I, so far, I still it's a long season, it's only yeah. week two. But I don't know if I would have gave up two. But he's, I mean, look, it's it's either him or or Darnold as the the best player, the best defensive player in the league. You know, I agree. Yeah, so I would, I would, uh, I would, uh, and, and and Luke Keekley, too. Yeah, Luke Keekley's other player. thing with Luke Keekley, he's he has a hard time staying on the field, though. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, so yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. only thing with him. But uh, what a week two, man! What what uh what's the got to you week two? Well, we'll get into a little bit real, real quick about what's the got to week two as we do with every week, as I said, um, every Tuesday. So what's more important to give you uh every every show that we do moving forward, mm-hmm. we're doing our who's hurt segment to try to keep you as as we're only doing two a week. Right. I mean, in the future when we. When this grows as it's gonna grow, uh, we'll do like you know it's everyday stuff, and we'll, we'll we'll get more into it. But um, since when we do it two week, we'll give you the uh, who's hurt, and then we give you for today's show we give you waiver wire pickups, and then we give you what stood out to us. Mm-hmm. At the next show, we'll set you up for who to play and who not to play, and different stuff like that. And then we'll also throughout the year we'll have different segments as awards we're gonna give out. You know, like for different players that we wanna. Uh, Really, like, kind of like stand out, recommend. So, anyways, uh, so let's go really quick into who's hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so to start things off, real quick with the who's hurt, Lashawn McCoy. Sorry, Matt, I have to mention him, but Lashawn McCoy left the third quarter with shady, cracked, cracked rib ribs, yeah, cartilage, cracked cartilage. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, he's going to be considered cons- questionable for week three. Now he's shown before in the past that he could play through pain, 
But uh, still, I don't know how it's yeah. going to be uh, for this. Remember, we, we spoke about it. He's trying to get another contract, so I don't know how much he's going to play hurt. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, you want to play more when you want a contract. So, I mean, if you, we'll, mm. see. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. Uh, that's, that's just something to keep your eye on for McCoy orders. Um, Joe Mixon, unfortunately, your boy. Oh, man. Now, now it's he's not going to be a top ten now. Right. But he was on his way, though. He, he looked good the first two weeks of the year. I still doubt it. Even though he looked good, I still doubt it. But mm-hmm. still, like you don't lose that bet because that that right. knows when we said this before for right. the big BF. And he's only you know he's projected the, to be out you know two to three weeks. It's it's a minor procedure. He's they, having. Yeah, well they said it, they said a couple of weeks. He already had the procedure. He had the procedure on yeah. Saturday to loose to clear up the loose particles in his knee. So mm-hmm. don't dump him yet. But oh, no, I'm not not dumping him. But yeah, we don't know how many. Weeks nor should out. you. If you're Joe Mixon owners, do not dump him. Uh, Dalvin Cook was sidelined on overtime because of a hamstring issue. That does not seem to be a concern, though, for Dalvin Cook owners. Don't be worried about it. Mike Wallace was carted off during the game and was seen in a boot afterwards. Yeah. They're getting real thin at receiver, the Eagles. Yeah, well, this needs to be a long-term injury for Mike Wallace, but his fantasy future remains kind of, like, iffy, but it didn't remain iffy anyways with uh, uh, Alshon Jeffries going back this week. Aguilar owners, you guys are happy. He's going to get all the targets now. Well, I mean, Jeffries coming back, so he's going to stay consistent with Aguilar owners that are going to be there, but also same with the Eagles. Carson Wentz. Uh, he's going to be set to play yeah, back. Cleared to play. They're gonna, they get to finally bench their Super Bowl MVP. Yeah. A- after the heat look, a- after Sunday, you kind of had a feeling that was coming. Uh, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. It's because Nick Foles hasn't looked impressive. I mean, they built a statue for the guy. Yeah. <laughs> Outside yeah. of him and Doug Peterson, but you know, mm-hmm. whatever. Uh, and oh, Greg Zerline, Greg the Leg. Greg the Leg. Your boy, Greg the Leg. My boy, Greg the Leg. He was sidelined right before the game for a groin injury. Uh, now uh, it is said that he's going to be out for a couple of weeks. So mm-hmm. unfor- unless you have an extra roster spot to stash him, I mean, because look, he's he really is that player. He'll give you 10 to 12 points a game yeah. for a kicker. He really is. And that offense- I don't know if I would stash a roster spot for a kicker. It, I even got, even if he's the best kicker in the league, still he got 17 points in the first week. He does that. That's what he does. Yeah, and I know. He, I mean, he, look, he he's kicking on one of the strongest offenses in the league. If but. you're a kicker that averages double digit points a week, mm-hmm. I think it's worth a roster spot for that because no. kickers that give you eight points, the seven points, whatever, and then one one of those games every now and then to give you double digits. Those you can find a dime a dozen. For a guy that can consistently, I mean, come on, like if a wide receiver, of course, gives you 17 points a week or 12 points a week, you keep him. Mm-hmm. If a running back gives you 12 points, it doesn't matter the position they play. You're, you're going to stash him? If I, the, I'm going to see my, my roster and see who I'm willing do, to drop. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look out for whoever you drop. Uh, yeah, probably. But you got you to <laughs> see, you gotta see I, I got to look at who's on my roster. I got to really look at it again. But at the end of the day, they talk about like, oh, you know, oh, it's just a kicker, it's just a defense or whatever. But if a defense is like, because one year when I won when I won a championship, I had the Broncos defense who was giving me like 18 points a game. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if 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 you have a player that's giving you that many points per game, mm-hmm. then you, it's just, it's hard to drop him. Right, of course. course. You know, and when he, when he comes back, you know, uh, one thing. So talk about so go. You know, uh, let's see. Going forward now, so let's talk about the things that stood out this week. Uh, yes. Start off with wide receivers. We'll get through this. Like I said, we have things to do today, uh, party people, so we're going to try to give you as much information as possible in the time that we have. Uh, wide receivers, I just want to give a big shout-out, though, to Michael Thomas. Oh, wait, we're talking about shout-outs. If you don't mind, sorry, real quick, I forgot. <laughs> I gave my bad advice because, you know, it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. We're going to give bad advice as, as, yeah, as yeah. it goes. You know, we're not – we're just everyday fantasy football players. We make bad choices sometimes. Mm-hmm. I want to apologize to my boy, Brandon. What, what did you do to Brandon? Flex. He, he put on an, an Instagram if he should play Matt Ryan or Russell Wilson. 
Ooh, <laughs> that one hurt. He, he ended up winning. That regardless, he ended yeah. up winning because before Russell Wilson even played, he uh, oh, he was only down by two points. Yeah, yeah. So he ended up winning anyways. Right. But it was funny because he sent me a video during the Matt Ryan, and I didn't think Matt Ryan. But Matty Ice, you know, he, he ran two touchdowns. Yeah, around. one for eight yards, and one that he tried to jump over yeah, people. Yeah. He doesn't do that all the time. But what yeah. he had, it, listen, was that Matt Ryan or Michael Vick playing quarterback for the Falcons? I don't know. It's, it's well, <laughs> it's, it's hard to tell. But <laughs> it's it's he even sent me a video. It was funny, and he was telling me he's like, yo. Uh, I hope we really worked out with that Russell Wilson advice because Matt Ryan's got 30 points and he's sitting on my bench. So I really hope it works out your advice. I took your advice here. So uh, my bad, Brandon. Come but on, least... Flex. It's the BFB name that's on the line Listen, here. listen, man. We're going to make nah, mistakes. It's all right. We're going to make mistakes. You know, you so wide, re- wide receiver. So... I wanted to shout out Michael Thomas, wide receiver, only yes. because it was huge. Like, that, what an ace. That guy's an ace. Yeah. Like I said, he is, it is possible he could be the number one fantasy player this year. He's well on his way. I mentioned that also before. The, the before the season started, mm-hmm. and I know you didn't believe me in that. I said, "Hey, it's possible that he could be the number one fantasy player, Michael Thomas." And right. you didn't believe me in that. Um, but he has. Hey, I, I have him on one league, so I'm not mad. Oh yeah, no, no. I, I, not not that you said you called me crazy for it, but you didn't believe it. Right. And I said it was possible. But anyway, yeah. so he had the most catches within the first two games from anyone since like the fifties. Like yeah. seriously, since like the fifties, he had the most. Yeah. He had 28 catches out of 30 targets the past two yeah. games. And the guy just physically, he's a monster. You know, yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's yeah. a you know red zone. He's a he's a matchup nightmare. But it's like, who do you get the credit? I mean, it's, it's who do you get the credit to for yeah. Drew Brees knowing where to give it to Michael Thomas? But here's or Michael the Thomas thing, though. It. It's going to be interesting to see like once Mark Ingram comes back. You know, are they going to be more run heavy like they were last year? Because Kamara, you know, true to what Sean Payton said in the in the preseason, they haven't upped his workload. You know, in in the running game, no, he's I get not you. having that many carries. But once Ingram comes back, you know, Ingram's going to get his fifteen to twenty carries a game. I, I don't I don't think. I don't think it's really going to take away anything from 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 yeah because I don't I really, I really don't see it taking away anything from but also you know the the game Michael script Thomas. you know the first week you know what I mean like they, first two weeks even. first two weeks like get you know the first week he had what twenty targets no so, yeah, well yeah like I said t- between the, between the first two weeks he had thirty targets and caught but the thing is, but he had thirty targets right. and catch twenty eight of those yeah yeah. Like who do you no, give the credit the, the to? Guy, Drew Brees. The guy's a stud. Drew Brees feeding the ball. Michael Thomas catching yeah. on the balls. You know, but the, the poor Browns, man, they just can't catch a break. I know, right? <laughs> they didn't lose the first game, at least. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, they're playing the Jets this week. That's uh, that's uh, remedy right be there. Be nice. <laughs> be nice. Uh, which wide receiver stood out to you? Uh, so Brandon Cooks, uh, seven catches for 159 yards, the clear number one in one of the strongest offenses in the league. And he, I, I saw highlights of the game. He looks really good. He looks fast. He's running great routes. Um, so Brandon Cooks really stood out to me. Uh, there's another person that's on the who hurt injury report is uh, Larry Fitzgerald with a hamstring issue. Uh, I don't think it's going to keep him out for a long time, mm-hmm. but, you know, uh, just it's something to keep your eye on. I, I think he's gonna he'll be he'll be questionable for week three. I think he'll still play though. And he'll be yeah. Fine. Uh, so sorry. Go on. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Just reminded me. I uh, know. So uh, Brandon Cooks and then the other wide receivers that start out that stood out were the two headed monsters of the Minnesota Vikings, Adam Thielen, Stephon Diggs. They they're continuing to roll. Right. Uh, Thielen goes for twelve catches of one hundred thirty one yards and a touchdown. Diggs goes for nine catches. 128 yards and two touchdowns, and they—I mean, look—they're—they're they're just going to be studs all year. Did you happen to catch the that game? Yeah, of course. I, I what told, a game, huh? I, well, on our drive back, and I caught the second half of it. Yeah, remember, and I, I told you that uh, that that was the game last week. I said that's the one I wanted to watch. Yeah, and, yeah. And, what, and another tie, two ties. Yeah, Kirk Cousins, that that throw at the end of the game, a dime to Thielen in the right corner of the end zone. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 y
Whew, that's a big time throw, Kirk Cousins. See now in that in that league where I have Kirk Cousins, I have that, that's the league where I have Kirk Cousins. I also have Carson Wentz on my bench. So okay, it'll be a little bit of a toss ah, up for me who to play. A dilemma, but Kirk Cousins just balling out. Though, I, man. I might have to just keep playing him because yeah. he is. Uh, well, now one thing I did want to mention to you, and I didn't mention to you in the car because I wanted to see your reaction for it. And like I said, I know we got to go soon, but just to still let you know to talk about, mm-hmm. it's like the NFC is like such a tough conference yeah and the afc to me seems to be wide open especially the way the jags handled the pats last week yeah this sunday it's it's kind of like wide open there like anybody could emerge out as a favorite yeah. but the end so it makes the nfl great but look at the nfc with the packers yeah. the vikings the rams mm-hmm. and then we're in the nfc you know the giants and the cowboys both of our teams but it's just such a tough tough place to play in the nfc yeah I mean, yeah, with, I mean, with with the Rams, Vikings, with the Rams, Vikings, and Packers, with Packers so much more offense for alone. Those such dominant teams. Like, I like the Vikings going to the Super Bowl. Yeah, but it's hard to say when you got the Rams right there too. Yeah, I mean, look, look, it's two weeks in. The Rams yeah. look like they're the class of the NFC so far. They do so far, but the, but this one doesn't talk. Well, I'm sorry, go on. Let me. I'll, I'll yeah, my point no, after so you far, but I mean, look, hey, it's it's week two. You know what I mean? And, but. I mean, look, the first two weeks, they look solid, man, B- both on the offense and the defensive side of the ball. It it looked unfair against the Cardinals. The Cardinals seem to be like, what, especially with the Redskins, and some, like, they seem to be like that team this year. Yeah. They look like that defense is this year. Like, yo, if you're playing against you're the Cardinals, gonna, right. you play whoever it you're is. You're running back against the Cardinals, Any, wh- whoever it is. Whoever it is. You, yeah. you, know, you just play anybody because they were without Greg Zerline, the Rams, so then they went for more two-point conversions and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But they just – it just – it was just easy. Like look, yeah. look at look how much of a dominant lead they had, and still Brandon Cooks put out those numbers. How you mentioned him, yeah, he put out those numbers. Like Todd Gurley was just finding the end zone without any trouble, right? And and uh, on Fox where they played that game, they, they you know they they, they even said, look, uh, since we have such a commanding lead in this game, we're going to go to a more competitive game, which right. is the Niners Liners, right? And they switched over on all Fox channels. They didn't watch, they didn't show the game anymore because yeah, it was just yeah. that dominant. Yeah, I mean it was it was over. It was over by halftime. Yeah, it was just unfair. Like and it, you know, like the, it, it really was. It looked. It looked like, you know, I, I'm a CYO coach. It looked like, like a, like a, like an A team going against a C team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it just it was just unfair. Like I just felt bad for the for that. It was just a bad bad showing. Like, I I I know like the first game. I'm sorry to mention this again, Matt, but against the Ravens and the Bills, mm-hmm. and I felt worse for the Cardinals than I did the Bills in this one. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, um, yeah. so that's kind of hard. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, any other wide receiver that you wanted to mention? Uh, who else stood out? Um, well, why don't you go? Why don't you talk to another one that stood out to me that I just wanted to mention was Amari Cooper, which is good to see Amari him. Amari Cooper, my boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good to see that we were both liked him this year. And then last week, you know, we, of course, we weren't that worried about him, but it was nice to see that he showed up. Not so much showed up, but that Drew, that Derek Carr showed up for him. You know, he caught all ten of his targets for a total of 116 yards. You know, uh, but it was also good to see him get those big yard catches. He caught one for 20, another one for 30. He ended up with 21.6 fantasy points. So it was just really nice to see that Amari Cooper had a good year early mm-hmm. because last year he only had one big game. So for him to see they have a nice, decent game of the points that he could put up, mm-hmm. it, it, it was just it was just good to see that. So, yeah. you know, like in the targets and, you know, when he, when he gets those targets, he puts yeah. up those numbers. Yeah, yeah. and look, the guy's he's too talented not to put up the numbers. All he needs is the opportunity. Yeah. Uh, but one other wide receiver uh, before we move on is, um, and I don't know if he could continue at this pace, but Deshaun Jackson again. Again. It's got Conor McGregor throwing him the ball. Conor McGregor, yeah. Conor McGregor throwing him the ball. He caught another seventy-five-yard touchdown. What on the on the first or second play of the game? Yeah. Um, I mean, look, that it, it's exciting to watch that team play right now. 
It definitely is fun. So they're moving on from wide receivers to go into the quarterbacks. And so now let's start off with him since you already, you know, kind of like, you know, ramped it up into that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Fitzmagic, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Connor McGregor, whatever it is. But his outfit was awesome. His outfit was, it was even like the uh, the press conference was like his one liners. Yeah. I mean, the guy is actually very funny. Yeah, well, he's very smart too. The yeah, guy went yeah. to Harvard. Harvard, Harvard. And it, was, it was like, it was like, is any of that actually? Because he's like, I get, I gotta give the Sean back Jackson back his clothes. I borrowed his stuff. He's like, was any of that yours? He was like, the chest hair is mine. That's yeah. it. The chest hair is mine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, he pulled off the look, man. I, I really thought that was Connor up there. It really uh, for, was for a minute. It really was. Uh, now with, um, but he threw for you know second week in a row. He threw for four hundred yards and four touchdowns. Over I mean, that's games, crazy. Yeah. And he's got a matchup against the Steelers on Monday Night Football at home. That stadium's going to be rocking. Yeah. Can he do it again? I, I definitely see him do it again next yeah. week. Now, like I said, it's 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 hard. To, now, he's a veteran. He's been in the league for a yeah. long time. And it's hard to tell when his late Cinderella story is going to end. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's next week. Now, next week, I think he's going to be very good. Just week four is going to be the most interesting yeah. thing. Because, like I said, the general manager of the Buccaneers did say before the season started that they that Jameis Winston had the fight for his job, mm-hmm. and I didn't believe it at first. I was like, yo, Jameis Winston comes, going to play. Right. But with the way Fitzpatrick is playing, mm-hmm. and for what the attention he's you, bringing you, to the Bucks, even business-wise, yeah. just business-wise, yeah. for the attention you're bringing to your franchise, you might, and especially what he just did with the Conor McGregor outfit, like his more yeah, yeah. press, more yeah, exactly. marketing, like you kind of might have to keep him there. Dude, if I'm famous Jameis, I'd be really nervous right now. Absolutely. Yeah, if, if he balls out on Monday Night Football. He might get the Southern job for week four. You can't. And you know what? The team's rallying around him. The yeah. team, you know, loves him. Deshaun Jackson on the bar is here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, and you know what? Like, we're talking about him. And yeah. every every other show this morning is talking about him. And you mentioned, you mentioned also in preseason when we were talking about Mike Evans. I mean, mm-hmm. He was in part of the Baby Come Back segment that we did. Yeah. And you said that, you know, hey, listen, Winston being out, but he went, but Mike Evans does better without Winston for the most part. Right. And he's doing it, Mike Evans. He's killing. He had two touch, you know, he already had his second touchdown in uh, his second straight game. Yeah. He's putting up fantasy points, great fantasy points. He's putting to rest all the worries that people had. Oh, I don't want to take Mike Evans because Winston's out for three weeks. Right. So his first week's going to be bad for him. He's showing up, man. He's, nah, playing, he's, he's playing at the wide receiver one as he should be. Yeah. You know, they're good, good start for the, um, for the Bucks. And you know what? I'm excited to watch that game on Monday. I'm super. Yeah, that's going to be my game that, to watch. That's going to be the game of that's the week. That's going to be the game of the week I think to watch. And uh, also, you know, just to let you know about Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's owned in only 31% of ESPN leagues and yeah. 21% of Yahoo leagues. He's going to be a great streaming option this week. Another quarterback that we have to just mention, Pat Mahomes. Patty um, Mahomes. Listen, he's wow. first wow. player in NFL history to throw 10 touchdowns in the first two games. Yeah. Was he on pace for 80 touchdowns or something? Jesus <laughs> Christ. Something like that. He showed- we, thought, we thought Deshaun Watson was setting the league on fire last year. That's nothing compared to what he's, this kid's doing. He's Deshaun Watson this year plus. Now, look, it's funny because his touchdown rate is 18.2 so far. Mm-hmm. Last year, the league's leader touchdown who held the league um, was 7.5. That was held by Carson Wentz. He was yeah. the league's leader last year for touchdown rates. So right now, Pat Mahomes is 18.2 and Carson Wentz is 7.5. It's, it's it's it's. I remember one year when I drafted Peyton Manning, like in it was a few years ago. I drafted Peyton Manning, and then he won me a championship. And he and I I didn't look at the percentages. I'll find that out maybe for the next show. Or what percentages the people that own Peyton Manning that won the championship because he was scoring like forty points a game. Mm-hmm. Pat Mahomes in the first two games averaging thirty three points. Yeah, and it's just he might be another one of those guys. If you Set. have that that Tyreek Hill and Pat yeah, Mahomes yeah. connection, you you look like one of those. Yeah, he's setting the league on fire. And you know what, Kansas City, we you know we thought it coming into the in, coming into the year, they're they want to turn every game into a track meet. Mm-hmm. Like we ha- we have speed on our team, you know. Can you keep up? Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, so moving on to the running backs, uh, which running back stood out to you? So uh, Matt Breida. Matt Breida goes for 138 Matt yards. Breida. <laughs> Matt Breida. Matt Breida. He was so impressive. My uh, my voices went up two octaves. You're Matt Breida. But, uh, <laughs> I'll make it at a drop. Matt Breida. <laughs> 138 yards and a touchdown. Now, 66 of them came on one carry. Uh, but, I mean, look, the guy looked impressive in his limited work. You know, 11 yards, and he looks like he's taking control of that lead back in that Niners offense. So, um, you know, unfortunately, we all know McKinnon's out for the year, so he looks like he's going to be the lead back. Um, so, Matt Breida stood out. Matt Breida! <laughs> he's definitely going to stand out. Uh, another running back that really stood out, too. Not for nothing, man. Also, listen, Philip Lindsay. Yeah. That guy seemed came out of nowhere, 14 carries for 107 yards. I mean, yeah. not really big fantasy. No, his number's only 11.7 fantasy-wise. But he looks like the more impressive back. He seems to be the one doing the work. Now, he gave yeah. up the goal line work to Royce Freeman, so Royce Freeman's going to be kind of like that guy for the goal line work. But, yeah, but Philip Lindsay seems to be like that guy that's yeah. taking over. Um, all right, so we're going to go real quick. Like, uh, just finish this all out uh, to give you, the, I guess, the most important news or the decisions of uh, for Tuesdays is the waiver wire. Mm-hmm. So moving into the waiver wire. Uh, so I know uh, one guy you have, we talk about Gio Bernard. Gio Bernard, uh, right. as we mentioned in, in the lead, Joe Mixon expected to miss about three weeks. So Gio Bernard is going to pick up the workload. And as always, he's going to be involved in the passing game. So uh, he's one of my top targets for this week. I doubt he's going to be on anybody waiver, anybody's waiver. I mean, I, yeah. I, I, he was he was still available. In, in um, well, these are the low numbers. He has 39%. He's owned in 39% of ESPN leagues and just 28% of Yahoo leagues. Yeah. Now, I know with those kind of low numbers, he's not available in any of my leagues. Right. So I, I don't I don't know. My experience, even though low numbers is like, I don't know, I, I guess I'm in good leagues, whatever it is. But it, he's not available in any of my leagues. So, uh, yeah, but if, I mean, if he is out there, he should be the number one waiver claim this week. Antonio, he should be. Definitely. Antonio Callaway is another person I'm looking out for uh, with Josh Gordon no longer in Cleveland now with the Patriots. And yes. Josh Gordon is, seems to be OK with his hamstring to saying and he might play this week, play this week and against the, the Lions. The Patriots need him. The Patriots could use him. Now, this also, I think, this you think they're going to give him number 12? No. <laughs> that was a joke, Flex. No, I don't think so, <laughs> to be honest with you. Uh, I mean, no. Um, so uh, what was I going to say? Uh, now, he might play, now we're going to talk more about his uh, impact for this week, and it's, it's great to watch his impact this week because after week on uh, week five and two more weeks, Julian Edelman comes back. So mm-hmm. we'll see what kind of impact that has for the people like myself who drafted him, yeah. hoping, like, you know, like, because I drafted him in one league for him to be my flex player, which would I have already on that team, my amateur league, where I have Adam Thielen and T.Y. Hilton. Mm-hmm. And I was going to have Julian on my flex. That would have been a really good, strong three wide receiver core. Right. But now but, but, Josh I mean, look, Gordon could help. Here's could the thing. I mean, we all know that he has, you know, out-of-this-world talent. Now you put him in there with, you know, arguably the greatest quarterback of all time. I mean, look, when he had that special talent, we all saw what he did. So, look, I, you know, we've spoken about it on this podcast. I'm cheering for the guy. I hope he gets it together, and he's going to have a great opportunity here in New England. Let's hope he we'll makes the best it. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Well, I do know is that Tom Brady does love Gronk and does love Julian Edelman. So yeah. we'll see how that goes. And Hogan. Before. He loves Hogan as well. Well, because Julian Edelman's gone. Yeah. I'm saying, but when Julian Edelman comes back, he loves Julian more. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm saying Antonio Callaway, so Josh Gordon no longer in Cleveland. He has now moved. Uh, Antonio Callaway has now moved into the wide receiver two spot, mm-hmm. uh, and he caught that beautiful pass from Tyrod Taylor. That was a shot. Yeah, yeah. The Hail Mary. Not even so much Hail but Mary. The, but the throw, was, the throw was great. That was a great throw. But yeah. It was also a great catch because it was right there, like, towards the end of the end zone, mm-hmm. and he kept his feet in bounds. He had, you know, good over-the-shoulder catch. 
So uh, he's definitely a worth as a stash because yeah. if he the kid's super talented, he has yeah because you just saw by the way he caught that the way he kept his feet in bounds and the way he just kept it with the route and that you know Tyrod Taylor trusted him to be in the route enough to throw it exactly where it should have been. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a fantastic pass by Tyrod Taylor. He's still a waiver wire option also if you need another quarterback. But uh, Anthony Callaway could definitely be a solid flex option going forward. Absolutely. Another one you got? Another one. I mean, look, we we've spoken about it on this on the pod already, but I don't mind uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's still available in a lot of leagues. Only only thirty one percent of ESPN leagues. Conor McGregor, get him into your lineups. And only twenty one percent of Yahoo leagues. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, at least maybe for this week. I mean, if you want to, if he gets a starting job moving forward, he could be a viable quarterback option. Yeah, absolutely. This up, but like I said, week four is gonna be the most interesting thing I think of him so far of this, uh, you know, breakout season for this veteran who's been around for a long time. Yeah. Uh, Buck Allen is another one that should be on your waiver wire um, watch because of the fact that Allen's Collins is still the starter, but they kept Javaris Allen very busy, okay? He's had 10 catches in the first two games, but what was interesting enough, what they think is the most interesting point, which makes him a waiver wire stash, is the fact that he gets the goal line work. Yeah. I saw Alex Collins is more that bruiser to get that goal line work, but Mm -hmm. they're trusting, you know, little Buck Allen with that, so... right. Javar's Allen is definitely somebody from the Ravens' backfield that you want to at least stash, especially in deeper leagues. Yeah. One more person uh, you want to target this week is John Brown. Uh, he scored in each of the first two weeks, uh, and last week was targeted 10 times. So um, if anyone's going to take the lead role in that passing game, it looks like it's going to be him. Um, so John Brown, if he's available in your leagues, uh, I wouldn't mind putting a claim in for John Brown. Uh, another person also that when I look at the waiver wire is uh, Corey Clement, only just 22% of ESPN yes. leagues. J.H.I. got hurt. He didn't know he returned. He's going to be the starter. He's going to get the bulk of the carries, J.H.I. But Corey Clement did pretty good, especially with a Jai sideline for a little bit. And then Darren Sproles banked up. He's definitely worth an add, uh, especially after having the last good game. He had 19.5 fantasy points last game. And mm-hmm. He's especially great as a handcuff to J.H.I. Uh, and Jarius Wright is another wide receiver you want to look at because somebody had to step it up in Greg Olson's absence, and uh, he yeah. had a touchdown, Quite a touchdown, yeah, and six catches. Uh, I, the favorite on the team is McCaffrey as mm-hmm. a pass receiver, but he's definitely worth a stash because his speed kind of showed up. That guy's McCaffrey's a stud, man. Yeah, fourteen man. catches. Not trading him. For, not trading him to you, just like you asked me to earlier. <laughs> uh, and then a couple of quick names. Uh, also, just like you said, John Brown, Chris, Chris Godwin. Somebody else you want to look at the waiver wire? Yeah, Geronimo Allison. It's very hard for a team. To have three wide receivers to be fantasy relevant, but I think the Packers are that. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, absolutely. Geronimo Allison, and if you're looking at some more running backs, uh, Austin Eckler, theoretic, because I don't think there's any besides Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley, who set a record by the way in that game, which is great to see. Have yeah. set that record, 14 catches, 14 catches for for 80 yards. Um, it, no, it, yeah, it was it was kind of sh- quiet, but but yeah. Oh no no no. Football field wise, it was kind of quiet. Yeah. No football. I'm no, talking about for fantasy. Fantasy is, wise, yeah, great number. Yes, fan- yeah. th- th- that's what I mean. No, no, you're right about your point, but I mean fantasy wise, it's spectacular to have him. He's definitely so far paying off his number, his first round pick. Yeah. Um, price and he's uh, doing it he's doing it in the passing game he's not so much you know well rushing. this week the last week it wasn't so much the passing game it was more rushing yeah this week i don't know game script or whatever it was went that way that, mm-hmm. but um you know that was great to see yeah uh and theo riddick is another one that's also like one of those clear guys like he's a clear pass back uh pass catching back on the team and as far as handcuff goes i know they talked about john kelly as being the curly handcuff nope it's malcolm brown mm-hmm. is the handcuff to john kelly and for you LaShawn mccoy owners i know a lot of you like myself took chris ivory also chris ivy's gonna get those short yards and goal line work which he has for most of his career and it's and right now who surpassed him as the lead running back takeover is marcus murphy so for you uh LaShawn mccoy owners to look to get marcus murphy 
uh, if you guys want to just stash him. Because, you know, he might be out for a while. We never know. But behind that bad offensive line, it's still going to be a starting running back with Marcus Murphy. Yeah. But uh, overall, man, what a what a good week, too, man. It was uh, it was yeah. definitely a fulfilling week. Yeah, especially like I said, better for me because last week I only won one game, and then this week I lost one game, and it was two. It was due to some garbage time touchdowns, like Kelvin Benjamin got his garbage time touchdown. Yeah, and then that that the Evan up, Ingram that yeah, and the Evan Ingram one is the one I lost because I was up by two points until the Evan Ingram catch. So I was mm-hmm. like, you know, if Benjamin and at that point, caught, you know, even like as a Giant fan, that touchdown didn't mean anything, right? So you'd rather him not score it. The only you know way, no, nah, I, 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 I was a Giants fan. I was happy to see him at least get into the end zone. Don't get me wrong. Like mm-hmm. I said, when it, when it comes to me watching my Giants, my love for fantasy goes out the window. Yeah. And then when it comes to me watching, uh, and, and, and Kento was annoying because Kento was the one who beat me with that. He's like, kept FaceTiming me. First of all, stop FaceTiming me. Second of all, I was like, no, I'm laying in bed with my wife. She's asleep. I'm not going to pick up a FaceTime while I'm in bed with my wife with you right there, you know? Yeah, that's a little weird. Yeah, um, uh, but it's funny. But here's my Kento's question a funny to you. guy. Here's my question to you. As the, um, you know, the Giant fan here, now I know it's only two games, mm-hmm. so we can't hit the panic button, but, you know, hindsight's always twenty twenty, but... You know, every the question everyone's always asking: If you could go back, do you still take Saquon Barkley? In Absolutely, two? yes, one hundred percent. I had a Sam Darnold. One hundred percent, really, one hundred percent. I said this before, and I'll say this again. I don't know, Flex. I, I'll tell you one hundred percent why. Mm-hmm. Sam Darnold is going to have a successful career, even though he didn't look like that fantastic last game. He mm-hmm. still threw another interception. Now three interceptions, three or three, I think, right? Whatever it is, I didn't. I remember off the top of my head in the first two games, not that game, I think within the first two games in total so far, but. He uh, he's gonna be great, but like I said, none of these quarterbacks mm-hmm. in this league, I mean this draft, were destined or claimed to be the next Tom Brady or the next Aaron Rodgers or the next Brett Favre, or even they they they, they weren't even held as high in regard as Andrew Luck is, and Andrew Luck right. was taken number one overall. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. None of the, I think. Darnold's going to have a way better career than you, like Winston. Do you, think, but I, do you but I, think Darnold's a franchise quarterback? I would say so. Yeah, within time. Yeah. But this is what I'm trying to say is that they, I don't, I, I don't like how people are creating this false sense of urgency. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, you didn't take a quarterback this 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 year. Now you're screwed for life. Right. We'll get another quarterback next year. Yeah. Well, somebody, somebody, look, Tom Brady. Like I said, the argument with him. He was, it was when he was taken. He's like one of the greatest of all time. He was taken one ninety ninth overall. One of these quarterbacks. I'm not saying gonna be next Tom Brady, but they could be trained enough to be like another Case Keenum, who Case Keenum didn't do good at first, but he ended up doing better later. Right. You know what I mean? Carson Wentz did really bad his first year. Now he's doing really good his second year. But what I'm saying is that I just don't like that false urgency. At the end of the day, we still have a very usable quarterback now in Eli Manning. Not great anymore, right. but he's still very usable. And you see, in four, in the fourth quarter, he ends up always ramping it up. That's what he does. Saquon Barkley is one of those talents that comes around once every couple of years. He is destined to be what I what we see. It could be wrong as one of the greatest running backs of all time. I believe he could be. So where what do you think his upside is? What do you mean? Like what what's Saquon Barkley's upside? Be more specific. Okay, is he his upside is he's Le'Veon Bell? I think better. Well, you think he he'll end up having a better career than Le'Veon Bell? I I think he could be like another Barry Sanders. It's very high praise. So you have him up there as as an all time great. Now, I, yes, that's what I expect. And and listen, you see the way he plays. Yeah, and you, I know I know you saw last week this right. Sunday. There's nothing saying that he can't. With more experience and 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 more time, he could definitely do this. Yeah. Now, I, but, but you know, I'm saying like it's it's also possible he doesn't. I'm just saying that all I mean is this: is that 
Sam Darnold or, or any of these quarterbacks were not said to be, like, the best forever. So I just think it was a false sense of urgency that, like, oh, my God, you didn't take a quarterback now. You're screwed forever because Saquon Barkley is only going to give you, like, five, six years. Okay, but with five, six years, if, you know, we build up the line a little bit more and the defense gets a little bit better, you you could really make a real Super Bowl push right. within, within these next five years. You you can't – you as a but Cowboys that, that's, fan – That's assuming with Eli as a quarterback, though. No, I'm saying, but is it, is it, is, is it impossible to say, like, let's say, like, Kyle Larletta? Ends up being a very good quarterback, good enough to get a Super Bowl. We don't know that yet. Now it's easy to say that now mm-hmm. that no, because we don't, but because we haven't seen enough for him. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm of the mindset that if if a franchise quarterback is there, you take the franchise quarterback because it's such a more valuable position. Look, but but you know what but, I mean. But 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 there's a thing I'm saying. Like you and Saquon. Don't don't get me wrong. I don't mean to cut you off, Lex. But Saquon is a, is a special special talent. He really is. But I mean, look, Sam Darnold is going to be the quarterback for the Jets for the next decade, you know, and his his upside is he could be, you know, a quarterback on a Super Bowl winning team. You, He's got that type of talent. You should be the number one. You should be one of the biggest people overall to know that the next franchise quarterback could come from nowhere. Because where did Dak Prescott come from? Right. But I mean, look, da- I hope Dak's a franchise quarterback. But but I right, don't but, I don't know that he is. But yet. right now, but right now, it's mm-hmm. looking like he is because he's doing serviceably well. Yeah. And he's doing very serviceably well, and like you know, like not. But doing- Dak, but Dak, the thing is this: Dak's a game, a game manager. You know what I mean? His game is completely different than Sam Darnold's game. You know what I mean? Sam Darnold is, you know, he's he's when when he reaches his full potential, he's the type of player that he could win a game on his own. You well, know what I mean? Um, look, I, and again, it's just a conversation to be had. No, right? no, I know it's you know con- I, I, mean? I just, that. I just don't like the false. Like I said, at the end of the day, I just don't like the false sense of urgency that people created with themselves. Saying like, "Oh my God, we didn't take a quarterback. You don't have a quarterback. What are you gonna do after Eli?" Mm-hmm. What does it mean? We're not gonna. That means like every single. It's like it, they're making it seem like any quarterback we put behind there is gonna be a hundred percent trash, and we are doomed for the next ten years. Like that's what I'm saying. What people are like talking about are making it seem like because we didn't take one. Right. You know, we have now a quarterback. Now we have a star in the running game right. and in the receiving game. But here's the thing. Like, Eli doesn't have the luxury of waiting for that line to be rebuilt. You, you know it, what I mean? But doesn't mean we have to have – It's it, that's what I'm saying. Like, you, once again, you keep making it seem like – not you, but it makes it seem like it's just Eli or bust. Well, he's he's your quarterback. For when this you, year. When, but you, when, when, you have, take, we, when you take Saquon Barkley number two overall – you're telling your fan base that we're going all in. Like, we think we have a good enough roster to compete for a Super Bowl for the next three years. That's what you're telling your fan base. But let's just say we don't win it this year. Right. And let's say some way, let, just for argument's sake, just because mm-hmm. so, I, I can't think who's a free agent next year. Right. We make some trades, and we end up getting next year someone like, let's say, I, I, I don't know, uh, uh, some really, really great quarterback next mm-hmm. year. You know what you, I mean? You know what, like, the, look, big, look, you know look, what the big difference is? Look, wait, wait, hold on. Yeah. Look, look, look how, like, the Vikings got Kirk Cousins this year, right? But they broke the bank to get him. But it was, you know I, I mean? get you broke the bank. But I'm saying you could still, if put, you, you know, when you draft a quarterback, you know, on the rookie contract, that's a commodity that's really, really cheap. Everything you're you know, telling so. me, I'm saying, people are making it seem like if we don't win this year with Eli Manning, mm-hmm. that we're not going to win it all. No, we could get another quarterback next year. We can make trades for another quarterback. One of these quarterbacks we have on our bench could come out out of nowhere just like your Dak Prescott did. Right. It, it, is, it is very possible to get another one. I just think that with the talent of Saquon Barkley, mm-hmm. that's a running back. Like Alvin Kamara, when was the last time we saw somebody like Alvin Kamara come out of nowhere and be what he is? Right. When was the last time? 
Yeah, I mean, look, you'd, ha- you'd have to think about it. You, you had, I, mean? I, I can't think about it right yeah. now off the top of my head. M- maybe somebody else could bring it to our attention. Yeah. Hit us up, you know? No, I, Flex, I see your point. He's a, he's a special, special, special talent. I, yeah, but it's just, I, I don't, you know, I, there's just, nothing um, scaring me. Something to think about. No, I, I don't think about it too much because I don't think there's nothing scaring me. Like, oh, my God, we don't have a quarterback. Now we're doomed. What are we going to do after Eli? It's not like we're not going to have another quarterback. There's do you a chance think, to get more quarterbacks. Do you think Eli still has some good years ahead of him? Like, he could be productive I think two the years? most. I think two the most. I say two the most. They got to do something with that offensive line. hundred percent. They got to. He's do gonna. He's gonna get hurt behind that line. <laughs> it was funny when he was when he was doing those quarterback sneaks for one yard. My wife was like, "Oh, poor Eli." Poor Eli. And I just did laughed you, because he's not like built that, for that. Did, did you see that meme going around the internet when they were picking him up and he made that face? That that Eli. Face? Oh yeah. Uh, no, I didn't see yeah. the meme, but I see the. Dude. I'm, I'm gonna send it to you. It's actually pretty I, funny. I, I, I seen his face and my wife and I were laughing. She was like, "See, see what I mean? Poor Eli." Because mm-hmm. no, he's a mouth breather. He just. Yeah, he yeah. All right, so uh, cue us up, Matt, because we got to get going. We talked a lot more about the Cowboys, I mean, the Giants than I wanted to. Yeah. Anyways, party people, once again, thank you very much for listening in. And today, uh, if you have any more questions about the waiver wire pickups or anything about your lineups, sorry, Brandon, once again, for the bad choice to give you, but hit us up on the Instagram at Podcast BFB, on the Twitter at BFB Podcast. Wait, that's the other way around. Okay, Instagram BFB Podcast, Twitter Podcast BFB, yeah, my bad. It's early. It's, it's early, early. Yes. It's okay. All right, Charlie, once again, goodbye to the party people. Bureau. Until next time, week two is a wrap. Uh, we'll see you on Friday. Well, you'll see you here on Friday. And uh, congratulations, Charlie, on your Cowboys win once again. I appreciate it, my brother. Party people, once again, thank you very much. Cowboys Nation. Peace. Charlie, <laughs> you're fired. <laughs> Peace, party people. Latest. <laughs>